0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of In Due Time. I am your host, Dan Erica, and I'm here with my amazing husband, Joe. Hi, everyone. <laughs> no, nothing has changed in 2021, everyone. He still only says hi and nothing else in the beginning. So welcome to 2021. It's been a while since we've been on here. There's so much that's been happening Um, as with everyone else with us as well. And so while we've been meaning to get back to the podcast and and just to start reaching out to everyone, I just wanted to thank everyone for reaching out to us, those who did, to just say, hey, we really miss you guys, long to hear your message, long to hear your voice. So here we are. In honor of that time of year, right now we're a a couple uh, days away from Valentine's Day. And so we decided that with this new episode that we're doing for 2021, we wanted to talk about relationships. And so today's topic is, can you relate? Can you relate? How do you relate in your relationships? We have been together for a number of years now as... Um, has it been that long? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got jokes. <laughs> so when you do talk, you got jokes. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while. It's in a while. We'll you like yesterday. Oh well. Good honey. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a positive. Yes, thing. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're still in the honeymoon? Day? Oh absolutely,
1: absolutely. It's always uh it's always a honeymoon. Every day. every day with me,
0: you're right. Can't cook, can't do nothing. It's <laughs> always on honeymoon. It's like when will this end? So we, we want to talk about, again, relationships. One of the things that really struck us was we just recently watched um, One Night in Miami. Now, let me just say this. When we started watching this, I was kind of like, oh, why are we watching this? Why are we watching this? What is this actually about? And for those who have not seen it, highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it shows the dynamics of um, the relationship with men. When men are able to be able to express themselves and be vulnerable with each other, especially close friends, and from a male perspective, um, you have a you know I I can attest to a lot that occurred in that movie with some of the relationships I've had with some of my friends, in where I can be very vulnerable in terms of um, explaining where I'm at, how I'm feeling, and so forth.
0: Well, okay, so, so here's the interesting thing about this. For those who have not seen the movie, this is about, is it, it's, a, it's a fictional account of one night in Miami with four close friends, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and, and Sam Cooke. Right. And so they, as, as is with friendships and circles of, of friends, in this case a square because it's four of them, but with circles of friends, some may be closer than others. Right in the That's relationship, right. but the way in which they interacted with each other is what the premise of the relation of the of the movie is about how they spent time together and how they were able to have really some brutally honest conversations with each other
1: yeah and and the that example of that movie shows where when you when you come together and you're able to uh be vulnerable, especially you know and again, I'm talking about how. Um in my experience when I I have groups like that where you become very vulnerable and you have that discussion that actually elevates you to help heal each other because you're you're now sharing something that um you may have in common and that was the situation in the movie there were some things that were commonalities um that the men were experiencing that unbeknownst to each other individually um once they came together and they started having the conversation, they realize there were things that um, each other can help out with in terms of advice, in terms of that energy. And, and the key thing here, from what, from what I gather, is that when you become vulnerable in a group where you're able to trust people, you can initiate that healing process and you can walk away being a lot more strong stronger to be able to do what you need to
0: do. Well, I mean, okay, so you keep saying that they're vulnerable. I'm listening to, I'm, I was watching them, and they kind of went at it with each other. And that's being vulnerable. That's being that's brutally being honest about how they felt about certain situations. But, okay, so when I think vulnerable, I'm thinking that you're putting yourself out there, kind of exposing yourself. Yeah,
1: and they, and, and they were exposing how they really felt. Because, again, it was like, okay, well, you know, this is my boy, and okay, well, you know, maybe I will not say anything. But they were like being honest about okay, well, I you know, like, if you look at the interaction, especially without giving any 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 giving away the movie, uh, if you look at that really interaction between Sam Cook and Muhammad uh, and uh, Max, Max. you saw how they they were going at it but they were being brutally honest about it.
0: Well, they kind of look so it came across like they rubbed each other the wrong way. But then it turns out that the interaction, the honesty that they shared with each other, actually brought them closer together. Absolutely, yes. Because they expressed to each other things about the other that they maybe that the other person apparently didn't know, didn't didn't realize. I guess when I observed that, and I was talking with um, oldest daughter about this. With Morgan, the question that I had with her, and we talked about it again from different perspectives, was can you have that kind of brutal honesty in an intimate relationship, and can it survive? Can an intimate relationship survive that same kind of brutal brutal honesty? Because, again, that's honesty between friends.
1: Yeah, and I think that uh, between um, intimate individuals... It's up to the individual. Individuals, uh, the indiv- it's up to the individuals to, to, determine how they receive that information, and how they process
0: that. See, okay, we're talking about relationships. Right. When you they, as we have discovered, because again, you know, we've just met yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. we Haven't known each other that long, right? The day before. Day before. Okay, give we take a day or two.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a certain way that you interact with your friends, that somehow that way is kind of lost Mm -hmm. when you're interacting with that person that you are, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, that spouse, that Mm -hmm. partner. There is something that changes, Mm -hmm. right, within that. And so there are things that you will take from a friend Mm -hmm that you won't take from any, from a certain friend, a close mm-hmm. friend, that you won't take from anyone else. Mm-hmm. And in the same way that there may be things that a friend can tell you that may be a person that you're in a relationship with, you don't take it the same way if it comes from that person.
1: Yeah, it, I think a lot has to do with the context and when it's in terms of when, what you're sharing that you're really honest about. Okay, If it's a situation where you're in a, argument kind of situation and you become brutally honest, that may light a bigger flame, a, a fire. Um, again, it's depending on how that's presented mm, and what the situation okay. is.
0: Okay. So, so, you're right. You're right. Because when I was having this conversation with Morgan, I did say that when you are angry mm-hmm. and you're expressing certain emotions and you're giving feedback in that moment of anger, sometimes you're just going straight for the jugular. Exactly. You want that main thing, you want, <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's right, that sound, right there. You want that. I'm, like, taking you, I'm
1: taking you out now.
0: Right, yes. Before you take me out. Right, right. It's like, who's going to who's gonna take you out first? <laughs> and so when that clears, when that, that, after that's over, then you go to, well, did you really did you really mean when you said da 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 da?" And that's where the person may say, "No, actually no, I didn't, mm-hmm. because I was just saying that mm-hmm. to cause pain. Mm-hmm. I was saying that to hurt mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and, and that, that's a good point that you made because then what ends up happening is is you, you go into that reflective mood. Okay, okay what they said, okay, was maybe brutally honest, okay, I was pissed about it because I knew they were going for the jugular. Yeah. But when I, when I, when I, when I take the time to calm down, or if I take the 10 seconds to, you know...
0: So when I step back. I step
1: back, you're like, okay,
0: yeah. And I really think about it. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, we're yeah, right, you have a point. But I didn't want to hear it at that point in time. Right, right. <laughs> and so, and that's that's, I think one of the critical things when it comes to relationships mm-hmm. and that whole communication piece. You really have to look at, you said it, you, the, the context, yeah. the time at which you're saying it, why are you saying it now? Yeah. Why did you say it that way? Right. And sometimes, quite frankly, we just want to get to, why you got to go to the why and the how and the when? Can you just focus on the fact that I said it? Right. And it and it and and in some instances, it may be true, and in others, it's like, well, no, it's not true. The other part of it is is to... The other part of it as well in having a conversation around relationships because again we've got adult kids and it's something that we talk about um, you know all the time we talk about frequently is that when you get to that as you interact with different people mm-hmm. in relationships you have to remember that it requires a change mm-hmm. in the way that you approach that interaction because the skills that may have worked in communicating with one person won't necessarily work in communicating with another person. And especially when it comes to, let's say, okay, so we both have exes. The way that we communicate with our ex isn't the way that we would communicate with each other. No, absolutely not. Because, well, you said that strongly, wrongly. Ben, I thank you very much. <laughs> because it's a different person. Yeah. But... You, 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 you develop that way of being, of communicating over time. And it really takes being in a conscious state, in a conscious place to go, wait a minute, mm-hmm. while I may have perfected this approach, this approach needs to be tweaked because this is a different person.
1: Yeah, and, and also when you, when, 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 you, when you come up with, when you say the, the thing that hasn't been said, that... Um, that typically leads into the next level of conversation potentially. So like you, you say something related to the fact that okay something that um, you've been wanting to say or and you know, I take it and I'm like oh and then I reflect on it oh well maybe she's right and then I come back with okay well let's talk about this and let's see what so it'll take the conversation to the next level as a result of back.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. What happens when they don't come back? Well, that, that, that's, that's, that's when you start going down that, <laughs> it's that, like, like, whoo, boom. Well, no, you're off the cliff then. <laughs> off the cliff? <laughs> like, don't, Get a parachute. Oh. Because that's the piece, yeah. is that if you don't come back, you know right, what? if you don't process it to be, what, like, well, so let me ask you this. What makes you come back? What is it that makes you come back? Because there are times where, again, we didn't get to have an ex without getting to those moments. Where we're like, I ain't coming back. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. not going to double back on that conversation. Well, it, it,
1: it, for me, it would be the importance of the relationship. Ooh. Okay, I mean, okay. It, but, but, because again, relationships are built on top of things, and if you if you if you spent the time to, to to help build it, like you don't want and, and and it's worth continuing to build and repair. You just don't want to break it down wow. and destroy it. So some people don't, don't, don't value what they've built. Ooh. If they don't value what they built then they're like okay well I'm not coming back that doesn't need for me to come back because I, I don't have any value there. But if you value what you built in terms of that relationship then you reflect back and say listen hey in order for the relationship to continue to grow and to continue to be you know things to be
0: added to it I need to come back and talk about it. What about if you value You find value in the relationship, Mm -hmm. but the relationship just isn't good for you. So you may find value in this relationship, but that interaction with that person Mm -hmm. is toxic. So you need to get away from the person, and you're like, you know what? As much as I value our friendship, and as much as I value being with you and talking with you, at the end of the day, this is not good for me, mentally or emotionally. I'm not going to double back. I'm not going to have another conversation about it. Really and truly, I need just walk away. So it's not, and they go, well, well, you don't think highly of me. I do think highly of you, but I happen to love my mental state a lot more.
1: Right, and, and, and then you, you contextualize that individual. Okay, so, so this individual now is, okay, I, I value the friendship, but what we're talking about more is on the intimacy side, and then I, that is, that's not going to work. So we can still be friends.
0: Okay, but i got to cut the intimacy because I, I can't be connected I can't, to
1: you I can't be connected to you that way because that's too painful. That's more, that's more toxic to me.
0: So, it's so, okay. All right, that's interesting. Okay. So I think that it's often been said, or, you know, all, all my life I've heard about this and grown up with this thought, that men and women process relationships differently. Is that true? Absolutely. There's no question about that. Okay. Would you like, would you like me I, I sure would. I mean, you just would appear it like okay, and
1: no, I
0: mean, I, okay. Okay, that, so, that's a whole show by itself. So well. we got time. So <laughs> this is the thing, women We tend to pro for, uh, for, okay. So for example, yeah, okay. there's this there is this um, book called what is it? The five love languages, right? Yeah, five like love that. languages, and we've read the book, mm. been through the book, love the book. Mm understand the love languages. Mm -hmm. However, again, point to a conversation with a young adult, another young adult, and said, okay, the love languages are great, but people really need to understand how they handle conflict. Mm -hmm. What is their approach to conflict Mm -hmm. in a relationship? Because you may know that person's love language, Mm -hmm. but your approach to conflict shuts down the ability to connect to their love language. So, for example, if their love language is conversation, mm-hmm. right? And, or talking. I forgot what the five love languages are. So if anybody's listening and you renew them off the top of your head, please shoot me an email. Um, so if the one of the love languages, let's say it's communication, mm-hmm. but you don't like talking. And so when this person starts talking, you then say, hey, you know what, I, I'll be right back, I gotta go. And then you disappear for two hours. Well, it's avoidance. Okay. So your approach conflict is to avoid their approach is i want to talk it through i mm-hmm. want to talk about it so is it possible that you that while we have focused on what your love language is we really also need to look at what's your approach to conflict no, because I, conflict is going to exist in a relationship and and depending on how you approach it if it's avoidance that's a problem that well, a love language will not overcome
1: that is true i mean i think that uh you, you you did a, a fantastic job of outlining the the positive side of the love lang- language situation um, you're right if, if, if it's conflict is from, a, from from what I've learned in my experience with conflict is um, it's something that uh, doesn't get talked about a lot does it, it, it you, we're not we we're, we're not be, being given the equipment to be able to handle conflict correctly.
0: But why? Why? Because
1: again, unless there is considered a significant value in the relationship that was built, it's easy for people to walk away and run away from conflict. Simple as that. So, that's why you see sometimes, and I'm, I'm, I'm not making a generalization, guys, but sometimes we're just like, okay, before we can conf- before we want to confront that conflict, we're getting out of town. We're just going <laughs> to swerve. We're going to swerve, and, <laughs> uh, you know, my phone number changed, my email doesn't exist anymore.
0: Uh, he just can't find anything. me anymore. Can't, can't find me anymore. Off the grid. Yeah. Off the grid. Um Yes. So is it, so in that instance then, is that where, is that where in, in relationships you will then see that male or female may go, well, wow, you really got that person to open up. Wow, he never did that with me. Oh, she never responded to me that way. Yeah. Is it that there was some change in the dynamic of that relationship that made them go, you know what, I have to step up. I have to change this thing. I have to be different in this way. This relationship means more to me than any other relationship that I've been in. This relationship has special significance for me. Therefore, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try harder. I'm gonna do something differently.
1: Yeah, and I think that, that comes with. Um, and, and, and again, this is my perspective, so I don't want them guys jumping on me and sending me an email that it, it, it's part of that maturing process. It's part of, part of understanding that um, you're you're entering a relationship from a mature, from a maturity standpoint. Um, and you want something different. You you're experiencing something different in this relationship. If you if you take the same action in every relationship where you kind of run, then you're not giving the relationship a chance. And when you get to a point where you realize that this relationship there's, there's some value to this relationship, then you're you're, you're more than likely to take more risk about being vulnerable about how you feel, vulnerable about situations where you want to try to address. Um, and and. That. I'm, I, again, I'm talking from personal experience. I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm
0: not talking for all the guys out there. We're all learning something <laughs> today, guys. But, but but, we're all learning today. But, but but that
1: that is that is that is that is what causes the change. That that's what causes the reaction to something that will that can shock your partner. That you like willing to sit down and discuss. You're willing to sit down and work through it. Um, yeah That's.
0: You're willing to listen, mm-hmm. and you're listen. willing to respond, yes. and it's because you're saying, you know what, it's, it, this really means a lot to me, and really? I want, I want this to work.
1: Yeah,
0: it, it, it has to have value. Um, and I don't know. I'm trying not to take, you know, umbrage to that word that you keep saying, value. Like, I mean. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: would you like another
0: synonym?
1: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm trying. I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to work with you here. Like I mean, like <laughs> value. Okay, but, oh, value. okay, I don't but, know. okay. So from a woman's perspective, what makes you want to stay in a relationship? Is, is there some va- got to be some value to it? I don't. I,
0: I guess. Like, I guess I wouldn't. I don't know. I, that what I would, would call you it use? It? I I don't know. You put me on the spot now. I don't know. I oh, mean, oh my gosh, I'm gonna think about that one. Can I come back to that? I don't. It, maybe it's it, it. Maybe it's because I don't. Maybe it's because I have not thought of it in that way. That when you keep saying value, I'm like value, value, value. Because just because I don't want to be with that person anymore doesn't mean that I still don't value the relationship.
1: Yeah, and again, that's
0: when you contextualize. Okay, well, I don't want to be with them
1: because of this. But I yeah, see,
0: that's the problem. I you, you got too many contexts and categories and and pockets and you know you in this lane, you in that box, you in that. That's too much. You know what I'm talking about? You know we are together or not? Yeah, yeah.
1: we we together momentarily or we're together as friends.
0: That's too many together. It's just you got all these contexts. It's it. It's here. It's there. Well, so you got, you, that's why you got. That's why you have friends and you have lovers. Well, you know. Yeah, intimate people. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, are we okay?
0: I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm filled with confusion. I'm, I'm straight up confusion now. Well, relationships are
1: complex in general. Yeah. They are. I mean, and yeah. so the, that complexity, you know, and that's why we have this conversation. That complexity ex- exists on many different levels, and, and again, yeah, it, it's what you is what you're putting into it, and what your expectations are
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, when it comes to I can honestly say that in our relationship, above all else, even starting out, I valued our friendship yes, absolutely I valued the fact that we were just really good friends. Yeah. And so developed from that to we where we then became husband and wife, even when there were some times when we were engaged. And I'm like, I, I really don't think we're going to make it. Right. We, we're not. This is this is so not happening. Right. But then, you know, there was some intervention there from, from other realms. And I was like, no, this was meant to be. Right. So what I'm saying is there are times where the I love you mm-hmm. wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. It was more... The the fact that you're my friend, yes. and approaching it from the perspective of seeing that in in that in that context, the word that you kept <laughs> using in that context, I was then able to go my friend, as my fiancé have totally pissed me off, I don't even want to have a conversation with you, but as my friend let me, let me revisit this conversation and see if there's something salvageable here, you know, so it's in the context of friendship that I was like, okay let me, let me work at this, and I think that that's worked really well.
1: Yeah, I mean it's whatever it's whatever that trigger can be for you to be able to say, hey listen okay, let's step back a second and talk about it, so I didn't use the C word again, um, but it, it context. It, <laughs> but context. It, it, but whatever that is, that you feeling from an emotional standpoint, and actually it's an emotional thing. Yeah,
0: you know, it's, it is. It, it's, it's not
1: it's not a rational thing. It's an emotional thing. You are like you saying, okay, now wait a minute, wait a minute. We 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 have this relationship, and. You know, it, it, it's different parts of the relationship. Let's say you have yeah, friendship, you yeah, have intimacy, you have whatever. Yeah, yeah. It can even be business or you know, whatever. You, right, different. Business. Right. Yeah. One of those things said to you, okay, well, wait a minute. Let, let, let's come back to the table. Let's talk a little bit. Let's work this out because um, there's, there's something that can be, one, learned from the situation, whether you, you learn from it and decide to move on or you learn from it and you decide that you try to repair it. You know, or or you just, you know, you talk about it and 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 make some other decision.
0: So let me just say this: this sounds all well and good because we are mad at each other right now, right? Oh, and man. it's not, and it's not that, and we don't. So for anyone who's listening, it's not that we don't have arguments. Oh, with we you. do, we do. It's not that we don't disagree. With oh, you. We do. But what is interesting to me that I'm learning in this is is what it is that you're actually doing when you're really quiet after we've had some kind of disagreement. And it's not that, I mean, we could count the disagreements that we have in a year. Oh, yeah. Because we do I mean, we just don't have a lot of disagreements, fortunately for us. But it, I was always curious as to what ambiguity are you processing? Well, I'm talking to
1: myself to get myself to talk to you.
0: So you, yourself, and you, all three of you are just steady talking.
1: Yeah, well, see, it, it, it is taking the information and saying, listen, mm-hmm. okay. uh, be honest, listen, um, we need to have, You need to have that conversation with her. Okay, you can't just like shut this down. Like that, that's not gonna work because this is we're all we're well invested in this relationship here, and you know we need to you need to talk this out. So it's like it's like you know you ever, you ever see this commercial where you have those two little you have you have one angel on one side of your shoulder, you have a little devil on the other side of your shoulder. Yeah. one to say, okay, come on, come on, Joe, you need to go talk to. her. And it's like, no, 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 just leave it alone. It'll go away. No. <laughs> well, the angel's always been winning. In this relationship. In my other relationships, that
0: little
1: little devil person. (laughs) Shut the hell up and forget about it.
0: They'll go away eventually. See? Told you. Just ignore them. (laughs) They'll go away. They'll stop. She'll shut up. They'll go away. So so that's the conversation that's
1: that's going to
0: do. And that little devil says, and it's just me and your buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's the ego. That's the ego piece. Okay. All right. I mean, you know what? So, so then, back to one night in Miami. Mm-hmm. How frequently do guys get together and have those types of conversations? Probably, probably not, I'm guessing, because I've never been a guy. I'm guessing not as often as women do, because we do it on a frequent basis. Um, getting together with each other to just go, hey, what the heck?
1: Well, I do that frequently with a bunch of my friends. Okay. Yeah, I, I, do, I do it weekly with one friend. Yeah. Um and then the other one is we do it at a more ad hoc situation where
0: hey kind of like as
1: needed we yeah, hey, hey, hey. get together us yeah, let's, let's, you know let's I'm hitting you up okay we need to talk. And and we yeah. have those conversations.
0: Hmm. I wish that these were these were traits or skills that I learned earlier like in my 20s. Because They are valuable. Mm. They're powerful. They have served us well in our personal relationship, but I also see that it has also served me well in my professional and business relationships to be able to come to that point of, let's step back and talk about this Mm. sooner than later Mm. before there are harsh words that are said that you can't pull back. Um, I remember when we were in Africa last year, and some of the individuals who we are still connected to through the sessions and workshops that we did the previous year in 2019, mm. that those relationships have been wonderful. We don't see each other often. Right. Um, we don't talk to each other all the time. But when we do, it's like, wow, like yesterday. Like, wow, really, really miss talking to you. And and I, I, I really... I've always had that piece of it, mm-hmm. but it's just been amazing to see how powerful it how more how much more powerful it is to have practiced it for a longer period of time.
1: Yeah, and the thing is going back to the movie um, 1
0: Night in Miami. 1 Night in Miami. And by the way, this is not a review for 1 Night in Miami. It was just that we just saw it and the 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 power of the interaction of those relationships having to coincide with our topic for this episode, so that's why we keep referencing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and going back to that movie, it it, it is, and just like you described, it is the collective energy of those individuals. Meaning that if you think of it as um, any any relationships you have with and I want to use the number more than two, so I say two or three, where you, uh, I say three, three or more, um, where for some reason you come together as a collective group, you feel the energy of that group together.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Right? And, and as a result of having those, that grouping together, you're, you're able to break down barriers of communication, you break down barriers of things that people are, are going through. And you, and, you, and, you, and you end up finding commonality in some of the issues that you're facing and you're feeling. And as a result of having a conversation, like, for example, we, we went through a lot of different sessions uh, back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Where we were with uh, other groups. Mm-hmm. And when those sessions were over, there was some kind of bond now. The bond was strong. Right. right. Yeah. And, As a
0: result of the experiences that we went through, we experience. went through, certain rituals and... Yeah. Right,
1: right. And, 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 and a lot of those individuals said things, they were vulnerable and said things that they never said to anybody else. Yes, that's true. Right. Yeah, and so, true. so, so again, going back to that to that movie, if you follow that, you see that things are being said that have never been said, that mm-hmm. people didn't realize. Mm-hmm. But then when it was all said and done, they... There was a level of healing that occurred for all of them, and they all went on and did the things that um, that was said in in that discussion. That they they, never... they
0: went back and lived it. It, it ignited it. a flame. For right. some, it did a confirmation. Yes. For some, it did a reflection. And then what we were able to see is after that, what are the things that happened to each of the characters okay. because they're they're real life people. Right. What are the things that happened? So what's interesting is that. This person, great writer, and I have to look up who wrote the script for this, but. Ken Powers. Okay, so fantastic because it was fictional based. Mm -hmm. However, when you look at what happened to those individuals, because Sam Cooke died that December, Mm -hmm. Malcolm X died February of the following year. year. Mm -hmm. Not not even a year later.
1: No, a year later. February
0: 22nd of 65. Yeah, but Sam Cooke died in December of 64. December to February is not a year. Yeah. Uh, Contextually. Gonna... Yes. <laughs> oh, a... I-, I was
1: talking about the meeting that occurred in February. From
0: oh, jeez. Here we go.
1: Okay, so one died in it. December, February. one died
0: in February. December, January, February. So like two months later, he died. Mm-hmm. And then you look at what Muhammad Ali went on to do in his life. And then you look at the change that Jim Brown made. Mm-hmm. And somehow you can see, and then the, the song,
1: yeah. Sam
0: Cooke's song, yeah. A Change mm-hmm. Is Gonna Come, you see where these things it, even though this was fictional, it was easy to imagine mm. that they could very well have had that conversation. Maybe not necessarily when not in Miami, but as friends, maybe they did have that conversation. And as a result of that, Sam Cooke wrote that song. Mm. Malcolm X clearly, clearly, knew, even when you watch an autobiography of Malcolm X, he clearly realized, hey, the clock's ticking, and I am going to die. Mm. Right? This, this is it. Mm. Muhammad Ali. They showed that scene where he looked and he was like, wow, you know, mm. Malcolm's not here when he. He announced that he had uh, converted to, to Islam. And then we look at at uh, Jim Brown, Jim Brown he when he quit football mm-hmm. and the powerful work that he has done over the years mm-hmm. in the community. Mm-hmm. So it is very easy, again, even though it's fictional, to see that the actions that these men, the things that happened to them and what happened after that, that this conversation, this bonding, this Vulnerability, this exchange of ideas, this exchange of emotions and feelings, this expressing of it, actually contributed to the achievements that that they made.
1: Yeah, and and this gives you a good example of um, coming together collectively with people who um, have the same energy level, so that you can heal. Like, and, and that's important now with COVID.
0: Well, you know, so that brings us to a whole other a whole other side of relationships because when we talk about coming together from an energetic perspective that's something that we're going to talk about on another episode yep. because we know from discussions that we're having and even from things that we're feeling that there's a there's a lot of energy shifts yep. a lot of energy shifts that are taking place right now and if we look at from even an astrological perspective from we look at a nature perspective in terms of what's happening there are reasons for that energy shift that as we continue to just move through life kind of ignorant Mm -hmm. or ignoring the other aspects of what taking of what's taking place we're about one piece Mm -hmm. of the circle of life Mm -hmm. right and we keep acting like we're the beginning the middle the end and we're the everything there are other pieces that are impacted and when those pieces within the circle of life are impacted it impacts us as well Mm -hmm. and so that energetic piece that you keep referring to is a very critical um, aspect of it that i don't think a lot of people are aware of no no, absolutely right. I don't think a lot of people are aware of. And it would be, uh, what's the word? Hmm. I think it would be very useful, helpful, powerful, impactful for people to start making those energetic connections by finding people who are of the same frequency, yes. energy frequency, yes. to make that connection. Yes. It's kind of like, well, you know, if you want to recharge... You know what I mean? Are you, you? have to be connected to the right um, re-energizing level in order to be properly recharged. Yeah, I mean
1: historically, people who come together with the same energy level have gotten a lot accomplished. So, yeah. and that's and that's and that's the power of it. Yeah. And and we and and being and again different episode talking about COVID stuff, but being in this COVID type environment, getting the, the that like energy together. Um, whether even if you're doing it on Zoom or you're doing it whatever, just having that conversation with the energy can help shift how you feel and, how you, and, and, and move you
0: forward in terms of um, being able to deal with these types of situations. Yeah, that's true. And you know, not for nothing, there are some relationships, many relationships have been made. And many relationships have been broken during COVID because people have had to spend more time together. Mm -hmm. And they found that, you know what, I really liked you when we spent less time together. I really thought you were cool until I had to spend more time with you. And we don't realize... And and, and I think one of the things in the relationship is we didn't realize how much it takes to constantly be with a person. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we like each other. And we're very much in love with each other. And so this... (laughs) let the fireworks begin this this being together in COVID has not um, hasn't it, it didn't have a negative impact on our relationship no it didn't right because we genuinely like each other's company we like so many of the same things we like doing the same things going to the same places and so it did not impact us negatively. Mm-hmm. But for those who are like, oh my gosh, I really miss those 10 hours a day I was spending at the office. And then the two-hour commutes, it was only 12. So really, I only saw you for an hour and that was sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, so now that I'm seeing you for, for a whole... The 24, it's like, oh my gosh, wait, the liquor store isn't open, but I got a stash, you know? So I, 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 there, there are different reasons why people are fighting for businesses to reopen. Let them come. Let me in, you know, because I got to get away. And it's not just Southwest. I got to get away. You know, it's like, open the door, let me in. I got to get this. So uh, I think that I think that at, at the end of the day, um, relationships, again, have been tested but i also want to believe that a lot of relationships have blossomed yes. and have grown during covid because there's a certain power you what, what do you call it contextually so there's a certain <laughs> a certain power that comes with you got nowhere to go yeah. i got you now you got to listen to what i have to say cuz yeah. where are you going to go held hostage i was like that's it oh and did i death to where you going to go you asleep. sleep. I'll be right here. When you're leaving for the office, I'm not. <laughs> I'm still right here. <laughs> you can run to another room. Wait, that's the office. Get out. Can't hide. Can't hide. So, you know, it's good. Again, try laughter, people. It goes a long way in just making things look better, stronger, greater from another perspective. Well, I say, what tips do we want to leave people with when it comes to Relationships and just the power of relationships.
1: Have the conversations. Um...
0: This from the man who only says hello.
1: Sorry. That's a conversation, though. It only takes one word to have a conversation.
0: Don't like even it. start that. <laughs> Don't anybody out there listening to this try that. I am telling you right now it's not going to go well. Don't do it. Do not. Do not refer to this podcast as where you got the idea from. Okay. <laughs> we need followers, not stabbers. <laughs> What do you people want to hear this, who get value from it? Now, uh-huh, they gave me some good advice, and that's why you're headed to divorce court. <laughs> D- there, what, one word, hello? And, and what, are, what? You ask a question. If I answer, that's, that's, that's a conversation.
1: With but, one uh, word? But, but, uh, I digress.
0: You digress, and you are funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> identify, try to identify um, other individuals that you can connect to from an energy level. That's, that's a challenge so that you can uh, start building up uh, different
0: uh, types of relationships. Different types of relationships. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Have, some, have some vulnerable conversations. Yeah. Have some brutally honest conversations. Absolutely. And remember to do it from a space of, I'm interested in hearing what it is that you have to say because I really want to support you through it. Yeah, not when you're arguing. <laughs> right. Not when you're, to, when you're trying to take somebody out. Not when you're trying to go for the jugular. <laughs> That could be a little challenging. That's and right. again, don't say, well, they said on <laughs> in due time that the time has come for me to go for the jugular. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't say that. And they said it in due time that I could just say one word. <laughs> I'm saying shut up. <laughs> That's one word that I put it together. Shut up. <laughs> Joe said it. <laughs> goodbye another one word that you can use for a conversation who's you (laughs) my name name is something else (laughs) what was he talking about (laughs) and what's the name of that podcast I gave you a minute (laughs) guys oh my goodness wow well you know the time has come for us to end this episode listen we sometimes just get carried away laughing at our interactions with each other. But at the end of the day, we do hope that you've had fun hanging out with us because I know we've had fun being here with you.
1: Until Mm -hmm. we see you again in due time. And we will.
0: (laughs) Take care.